Welcome to Teeth Talk with Dr. Charles Ashley Mann on News Radio 680 WPTF. Thank you so much for joining us this afternoon. Jason Kong here with Dr. Charles Ashley Mann, who's been in the Triangle here for over 17 years as head of Triangle of the Triangles, Charles Ashley Mann family and cosmetic dentistry. Dr. Mann, how are you today? Doing great. Summer's here. My boys are out of school, so ready head down to the beach probably most people are yeah yeah you're looking forward to this uh, next half hour as some sort of respite from <laughs> from all the summer activities that's right well we need to uh update the the listeners real quick i know we were uh we, we thought we'd have a guest in this week and we talked about it last sunday but uh unfortunately she had to reschedule but uh we're gonna have her on here in, in the new f- near future before the month is out we're gonna that's have right. her on the program erin yeah, she should be here she had a family emergency that she had to attend to so we are going to miss her, but we'll, we'll get her back on in a couple of weeks and have her explain about her role as a hygienist. Yeah, we're going to yeah, put her so. in the hot seat. We are. <laughs> but until then, yeah. uh, we've got an interesting show lined up today, and it's all about wisdom teeth. And I've got a lot of questions, Dr. Man, so all we're going right. to have to get started here so I can cram this in in the next half hour. But uh, let's just start with the basics. So uh, what are your wisdom teeth, and where are they located in your mouth? Well, your wisdom teeth are really what we call your third molars. Uh, very few people have fourth molars, but there are a few. But your third and some people who have the fourth molars are considered your wisdom teeth. You know, and people ask me always, why are they called wisdom teeth? Well, you know, the reason why they're called wisdom teeth is because you get them later in life when supposedly you're wise. Mm-hmm. So your first uh, set of molars comes in when you're six years old. Your second set comes in when you're 12. These come in later in life when you're supposedly wiser. <laughs> so this such, you know, the term stuck wisdom tooth. Or wisdom teeth, so but they're located in the very back, um, and um, you know the, the, mo- some people have room for them and, and can keep them. Some people don't. Yeah, uh, that, and that's why I guess we always hear about people mm-hmm. getting their wisdom teeth removed. But why are why are these the teeth that uh, you guys have to go in and remove them? Yeah. Why, uh, and, and all the other teeth, you know, we we keep and we're good with. Well, not all uh, all people have to remove their wisdom teeth. Mm-hmm. You know, one of the main. Um, reasons why we have to remove wisdom teeth is infection. Um, wisdom teeth are very far back there. So people that don't have enough room have a hard time cleaning them. They get decay in them. They have a hard time with um, periodontal disease, which is an infection around the gums. And uh, when that occurs and people start having pain with them, then they have to get them out because you know there's no way to clean them on a regular basis their jaw gets in the way of of proper cleaning um so we recommend getting them out um the only the only other reason why we get them out is if a patient doesn't have enough room um if they come in partially so a lot of times they'll come in but not all the way and that's a, another uh, reason that we see infections and or patient can't clean they're getting stuff stuck in between them so um, for those two, those are the two major reasons why we take them out. But there's still a lot of people. If they come in all the way, and there's a lot of people out there that, that we see in our practice that have them, and um, they're functioning on them just fine, they're healthy, and I always tell people, don't take them out if you can function on them. I always call them your spare tire. You never know when you might need them. Yeah. And uh, so we, we hear that this term, impacted wisdom teeth. Is that the when they're partially out, or is that something else? Yeah, so so there's there's two different terms for impactions. There's there's fully impacted and there's partially impacted. Partial impactions are when um, the actual wisdom tooth is surrounded partly by bone or partly by tissue, and they're barely into the mouth, so they're not completely erupted like your other teeth. Full bony is when the wisdom teeth are completely covered around with the bone, 
and um, that's where impaction comes in. They're impacted; they're not fully into the to the um, what we call the chewing surface or into the oil environment. Um, fully impacted teeth can cause some issues, um, but for the most part, part if, if teeth are fully impacted and they're not causing uh, someone you know too too many issues. I would suggest that they'd be left alone. I'm, I take the more conservative approach. There's some out there that say, hey, get them out no matter what. They might cause you problems down the road. But I've also seen impacted teeth in 60, 70-year-olds that have never come in, and they've never had a problem with them. So when you start taking out impacted teeth, you know, you, of course, you, it, it's more invasive. It's more surgical approach than it is if the teeth are already in causing you problems. So that's a little bit of difference between one that's erupted and one that's impacted. Gotcha. That makes a lot of sense. Now, you may not know the answer to this one, but uh, do you know what what what's the biological reasoning before the the wisdom teeth coming out so late? Do you know why why that happens? Well, the tooth buds which form um, uh, form later. You know, we basically get our permanent teeth from the front to the back, and it all has to do with tooth buds. And then there's a signal to that tooth bud to start forming. Now, we can see those tooth buds when we take a panoramic x-ray on a six-year-old if they're going to have wisdom teeth sometimes. Wow. Ten, six, ten mm -hmm. years old. So we tell the parents, you know, looks like they have wisdom teeth. We may or may not have to address them. But a panoramic x-ray, which we take on all patients, our 3D panoramic x-ray, we're able to see you know, if, if, if they um, are going to have them. We can see if they're going to be sideways. Um, most of the time, if a tooth, uh, if, if one looks like they're sideways or angled, it usually is a sign that they'll be impacted or partially impacted on the panoramic x-ray. So um, so we can tell pretty early on, but it, it really does have to do with a signal saying, hey, it's time to form or it's time to erupt now. Yeah, that's fascinating. Well, it we, is. We've yeah. got plenty more questions to uh, uh, that I'll fire at you, Dr. Mann, because I, I think this is a, a fascinating discussion, and wisdom teeth is something that everyone hears about, but they, oh, I don't think we quite understand um, exactly the, the process is involved with removal and why we do that. You know, we just kind of hear, oh, you got to well, get your wisdom, gotta get your wisdom teeth out. Yeah. Okay, well, I guess I'll go ahead and do that. Well, we'll talk more about that in just a bit. Stick around. You're listening to Teeth Talk with Dr. Charles Ashley Mann. I want to remind you that he's got two offices here, in, one in Cary, one in Garner. And if you would like to schedule an appointment with him, you can do so by giving him a call in the office at 919 462 9338. 919-462-9338. A quick break and back. You're listening to Teeth Talk with Dr. Charles Ashley Mann on News Radio 680 WPTF. You're listening to Teeth Talk with Dr. Charles Ashley Mann on News Radio 680 WPTF. Jason Kong here alongside Dr. Charles Ashley Mann. And if you want to shoot him an email, you can do so by emailing drman, Dr. Mann, at smileman.com. That's man with two N's, D-R-M-A-N-N, -N, at smileman.com. And we're talking all about wisdom teeth this afternoon. And Dr. Mann, we've sort of gone over uh, the basics on what they are and why we have them removed, but uh, let's let's dive into a little bit here of the what process is involved for removing wisdom teeth. Is there just one way to do it? Are there multiple ways? What what are the options that patients have? It's really just one way, um, you know, to remove. So basically, um, when a patient comes in, we we give them local anesthetic around the tooth, that, and we also give an anesthetic that actually blocks the feeling that they'll have in that general area with local anesthetic um and then the next next part is 
if, if the tooth is erupted, we basically elevate that tooth out of the socket. Now, one of the good things about um, wisdom teeth is a lot of people think, oh, you know, they're, they're bare. You have to, you know, do surgery to get them out. Well, if they're not impacted, if they come in, they're very easy to get out. Um, I, I, you know, most people's teeth will, will just come right in uh, or, or come right out, excuse me, um, if, they're, if they've erupted into what we call the oral environment. Um, now, when the teeth are, of course, impacted, we have to actually expose the tooth by either removing soft tissue, bone, or a combination of both to be able to elevate them out of what we call the socket, which is where they're sitting. Um, but again, once we get um, to the actual wisdom teeth, the wisdom teeth come out r- fairly easy. They're not like other teeth um, that have multiple, you know, multiple roots and and that are what we call into occlusion. Once a tooth comes into occlusion and you start eating on it, um, it, it's harder to take the tooth out because a lot of fibers grow around it. But most wisdom teeth that we take out are not into occlusion yet. You're not using it to chew with. And so it's very, very easy to get them out. It's easier to elevate them out. So for that reason, you know, if teeth are erupted, and we try to let wisdom teeth in. I'm one of these people. I try to let the teeth, or wisdom teeth, come in. Because if we can um, let them to erupt into place, they're much easier to get out. We don't have to remove bone. We don't have to remove soft tissue. And the healing time is, is, is a lot less. So um, we get those teeth out. And basically, the next step after that is placing um, stitches. You know, we'll sew that that area up so that the tissue will grow back and that we can keep a clot. Um, That's the most important thing is that area clots, the blood clots. Once you get that blood to clot, then the healing process starts. And so that's the basic way of taking uh, wisdom teeth out. Pretty simple, straightforward, even though a lot of people think it's, you know, it's, it's, it's complicated. It really is not that complicated. And you mentioned sedation. Is this something where everyone has to get IV sedation while you're having your wisdom teeth removed? I always tell people IV sedation is a good idea if you have impacted wisdom teeth, mm-hmm. you know, because there's a little bit more surgical process involved, you know, and, 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 and patients are way more comfortable when they're under IV sedation. Now, um, if there's a lot of people out there just scared at the thought of getting wisdom teeth out and, you know, they faint thinking about, hey, I got to get my wisdom teeth out and they're going to be very uncomfortable while the process is going on, I encourage them to also do IV sedation. Um, we do IV sedation in my office when we take them out, and you know, patients are very comfortable um, when, for those who, who want to go under IV sedation. Um, the other, there are a few other um, options for people who have fear that, that don't necessarily want to do IV sedation. And um, one, of the, one of the easiest things to do is, is, is uh, laughing gas or nitrous oxide. The good thing about uh, laughing gas and nitrous oxide, it takes the edge off. Um, but it's, it can be reversed within five minutes. And so you can drive home, you know, if you, if you, if you don't want, you know, have someone to come and pick you up, um, you can drive home, uh, within five minutes after being on oxygen. Um, the good thing about nitrous, you recover, you know, really quickly and nicely. Um, and it creates amnesia. So you don't remember a lot. You can remember some things, but not a lot. And it makes you feel nice and relaxed. And of course you do laugh some, which is the name laughing gas. So. Um, the other thing, the other um, option for people is if you don't want, if you don't like laughing gas and you don't want to go under um, IV sedation, you can take um, what we call oral sedation or you know a small pill that will sedate you. Um, you can only take one dose of that, so it will you know you know only work to a certain extent. Um, or we can use a combination of oral sedation and nitrous 
um, that'll give you a little deeper sedation um, in between the two. So um, those those are really the main um, choices that someone has if they're um, wanting to be you know sedated a little bit while they get their teeth out, which we recommend for all wisdom teeth because it is a you know it can be a very scary process for some people, especially yeah. young teenagers, which is when we usually take you know see that 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 age age range from about seventeen to twenty one is usually when we uh, take them out. Yeah. So. yeah, but it's good to know that there are different options when it comes to sedation. Absolutely. You, you yeah, some people don't even get sedated. You know, wow. they just use local anesthetic. And then, you know, if the teeth are erupted all the way in into place, I try to discourage it because, I mean, it really, you're going to be numb in those local areas anyway. Right. And um, they come out really easily. If we think they're going to, it's going to, you know, take a, a a long time to get one out or it's going to be hard to get it out, then we recommend it. But for the most part, there's quite a few that, that, they just get them out with local anesthetic. Wow. So. I never would have imagined that. I know. Yeah. You probably wouldn't, would you? <laughs> You're like, give it to me. No, give, me no. give me the good stuff. Give me the right? IV. Give me the laughing gas. I'm good to go. I'm good to go. Well, Dr. Man, we're going to get into a little bit of the uh, the timing of having your wisdom teeth removed because uh, I know that um, you know it, it could be a, a little bit longer process for some, but we'll dive into that in just a bit. we got to take a break here, and we'll do that. I want to remind you, if you want to set up an appointment with Dr. Man, you can give him a call in the office at 919 919- Four six two nine three three eight. That's nine one nine four six two nine three three eight. You're listening to Teeth Talk with Dr. Charles Ashley Mann on News Radio six eighty WPTF. News Radio 680 WPTF. You're listening to Teeth Talk with Dr. Charles Ashley Mann of Charles Ashley Mann Family and Cosmetic Dentistry. I'm Jason Kong along with Dr. Mann here today, and we're talking all about wisdom teeth and Dr. Mann. Um, you know, it's summertime. Kids are out of school here. Is is this the the a good time for kids to, or students or you know younger folks to have their wisdom teeth removed? It's a great time, especially for kids that you know, getting ready to go to college that need their wisdom teeth out. I always tell uh, families and parents, you know, one of the worst things is to have a toothache in the middle of exams in, in college. And, uh, you know, if someone doesn't have enough room for the wisdom teeth or are already having problems, it, it could be a, a bad scenario yeah. um, that, that, that occurs during a test or during final exams. So this is a great time before students go off to college to get those wisdom teeth out if they need. So, um, the recovery time is, you know, so they have that time to recover. Yeah. 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 And what is the typical recovery yeah. time that we're talking about here? Yeah, that's a great uh, question. It does vary in general, but for the most part, people can get back to doing what they're doing within two to three days. You know, um, of course, the, the harder the surgery, meaning the more impacted the teeth are, um, the longer the recovery. But in general, full healing occurs, occurs within two to three weeks. Um um, but but that depends on the patient too. You know, if you follow the direction, some of the things that you have to do is you have to eat soft foods. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't you know crunch on potato chips and peanuts and and things like that and expect those areas to heal up. You have to follow certain guidelines. And the and and the key is um, trying to keep that clot that we talked about earlier in place because that's really what what the healing process uh, starts. And if that clot comes out, you can get something called dry socket. And dry socket is very painful because there's nothing <clears throat> in that socket, and so your immune system can't fight bacteria. So you get a bacteria down in that socket. Of course, it's not dangerous, but it's very painful, and you have to come back into the dental office, and we have to actually pack it 
with a dry socket paste to help kill the bacteria and to start the process of clotting again. So we always, um, you know, recommend a few things. You don't drink through a straw. Um, you don't eat crunchy foods. You don't spit. Um, you stay away from real fizzy drinks and things like that that could you know, make that clot come out. But those are probably the three or four things that you can do at home to heal better. And, of course, vitamin C, taking vitamin C while you're healing and rinsing with salt water after about 40, 48 hours are about the two best things you can do to heal faster. But in general, about two to three weeks, we see that socket close in, and people really can't tell that they had anything done. Yeah, that's good. I, you're, yeah. you're giving me flashbacks of when I had minor. <laughs> see, I, we didn't. I didn't do it during the summer. I actually did it during the winter break, mm-hmm. uh, and I remember that uh, you know it was during the the bowl season because I wanted to watch some football and I was doing that, but I couldn't eat all the the candies and yeah. snacks and pretzels and things that I wanted to. I just had to sit there and you know. Well, that's eat funny some because I got mine taken out in dental school. Oh wow! And I let I let one of the uh, the um, you're my students, man. yeah, <laughs> uh, one of my fellow students or fellow. Uh, uh, yeah, classmates practice taking out. He needed a, uh, a patient, so he took mine out, and um, I didn't follow the rules because it was somebody's birthday, and I had one beer, fizzy, stay away from fizzy, mm-hmm. and I got dry socket three of the four. So, oh man, so, so I didn't follow my, you know. But now, but, now you can preach to your patients. Yes, now I can preach because I had it. And I know how painful it is. Yeah. It's very painful. But if you follow the guidelines, um, for the most part, you know, um, you won't get it. But um, that's that that is one of the most painful things about um, taking out wisdom teas if you get dry socket. Gotcha. Yeah. Well, let's get let's move over to the pocketbook here, Doctor. Okay. Uh, so dental insurance does that cover removal of wisdom teeth? Dental insurance does um, cover removal of uh, the wisdom teeth. Impacted wisdom teeth. Um, in my office, we file medical insurance. So we file impacted wisdom teeth to people's medical insurance because we don't want to use up their dental insurance. If they have other needs, they need cleanings, you know, they need, if they need fillings, um, if you file it to their dental insurance, it'll use it up and it might go over their, um, over their maximum limit for the year. So we, we basically file it to medical insurance and we have a great result with, with them covering it, whether it's, you know, Blue Cross Blue Shield, United Healthcare, whatever it may be. Um, it is a little different approach than filing um, dental insurance, but we, we have great success in, in most medical insurance carriers will cover wisdom teeth removal. Um, a lot of them will cover some of the IV sedation as well. So, um, but, but in our office, we have a medical insurance specialist who, who files all these claims for us so that it saves that money for the patient so that they don't have to come out of pocket if their dental insurance doesn't cover it. Yeah, that's a huge savings if, if you're huge. able to pull that yes. off. That's great. And, and, you know, it varies um, depending on um, if the teeth are in um, – or if they're impacted, you know, if a tooth has erupted, it's a lot cheaper to get out than if a tooth is impacted because an impacted tooth is a surgical removal, whereas one that <clears throat> is already in, that has come into um, the oil environment, you know, chewing, it's, it's, it's a lot. It's probably half the cost to get those out. And that's one of the reasons why we tend to, another reason why we tend to wait and let them come in if it's not going to harm, you know, anything mm-hmm. is because it is cheaper. And, and as, I, as I stated before, easier recovery time. Gotcha. So for those listening, you know, they may feel some wisdom teeth coming in or maybe mm-hmm. thinking about. It. So what, what is your recommendation on when it's the appropriate time to see a dentist if uh, you're maybe feeling like, OK, I need to have these examined? Yeah. Well, if you're having pain back there, um, I would I would absolutely, 
you know, make sure that you see a dentist. The other thing about wisdom teeth that you have to be careful of is if they're angled a certain way, especially against your second molars, um, you, you, you have to get them out because they will actually cause decay on your second molars because food will get down in between that wisdom tooth that hasn't come in all the way and that second molar. So you may not have pain, but um, we can evaluate from the panoramic x-ray the angle of that tooth. And if it's sitting against that second molar, which you want to keep to chew, then you, you want to get them out as well. So I would recommend that, that by age 16, uh, all parents you know, talk to their dentist um, about you know, possible uh, wisdom teeth removal. Um, you know, because at about 16, it's usually we can tell if, if they're going to need it, need them removed or not. Yeah, that, well, that's some great advice. And if you need to get a hold of Dr. Mann to set up an appointment, you can do so by calling 919-462-9338. That's 919-462-9338. And then Dr. Mann has two offices, one in Cary at 315 East Chatham Street and the other in Garner off of Highway 70. And uh, those are two great facilities of Charles Ashley Mann Family and Cosmetic Dentistry. And Dr. Mann, folks, can also email you, drmann at smileman, S-M-I-L-E-M-A-N-N, dot com. Dr. Mann at smileman.com. And you will answer those personally, and we'll, we'll talk about them here on the air, too. Yes, absolutely. There's no question that goes unanswered. So feel free to send me an email if you have any questions about Wisdom Teeth or any of the shows that we talked about. And uh, we are offering uh, for the months of June, July, and August $500 off our IV sedation. Um, so anybody out there who is scared of the dentist and needs dental work and or they need their wisdom teeth out, uh, feel free to give us a call and mention Teeth Talk, and we'll give you $500 off uh, our uh, IV sedation fee. So all you got to do so. is, is call the office, 919 462 Nine three three eight. Mention Teeth Talk, and you're going to give them five hundred dollars off. Teeth Talk save you five hundred dollars. Man, that's that's a we're steal. loyal to our listeners, right? Yeah. Well, you know the the PTF audience is the best audience. That's right. So they if are. You're, if you're going to give yeah. anyone a break for five hundred bucks, uh, I'm glad you're doing it with the PTF audience. Well, Doctor Man, we're uh, we're just about out of time for today. But what's on tap for next week? We're going to be talking about pediatric dentistry. Um, summer's a good time to get those kids into the dentist when they're out of school. So we're gonna we're going to talk about a, a number of topics related to that. So Excellent. looking forward to it. And, you know, remember, uh, your day will go the way the corner of your, mo- uh, the corner of your mouth uh, turns. So smile. Excellent. Uh, smileman.com is the website to find more information. And if you want to listen to a repeat of this episode or catch up on any other episodes of Teeth Talk, head on over to WPTF.com. WPTF.com. Out of time for today. On behalf of Dr. Charles Ashley Mann, I am Jason Kong saying thank you very much for listening to Teeth Talk with Dr. Charles Ashley Mann on News Radio 680 WPTF. Have a great weekend.